When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Brian. Ronner. I feel strongly about something else here, which is that we have to tell people, I have been listening to a oh, podcast that I absolutely love. I this said will, no gifts. I, that is exactly, I've said, this will come as no surprise to anyone because we had Bridger on the show. Bridger Weiniger. If you have not taken that extra step and gone from hearing his excellent episode on our show and then gone to listen to his show. No one's doing a podcast like this. He was one of my favorite episodes that we had him on Rana. And I got to say his concept for, I said, no gifts is so good. Yeah. Cause he, tell me if I get this right, Rana. Yeah. He invites a good friend or even an enemy over for conversation. Yeah. He insists no gifts, but his guests always disobey and bring him a gift anyway. An unexpected conversation and hilarity just ensue. And then they just eventually get to talking about what's under the wrapping paper. But and the he, discussion can go he anywhere. He always pretends he's upset about the gift. But right. he always accepts the gift. Yeah. And he has the most unique Smart voice. that way. He's so funny. He is so funny. The interviews are genuinely engrossing and interesting. I love yes. this. And I have to tell you, the theme song, which is sung by Amy Mann, has been stuck in my head for, I don't know, three weeks now. It's a catchy tune. Yeah. And he has all the best people on. He had Emma Thompson. Unbelievable. She she approached him, excuse me. She approached him. Yeah. Karen Kilgariff, John Early, uh, yep. Jessica Chaffin. Never heard of her. Oh, she's so funny, Rana. Ugh, so funny. I'm so tired of people bringing her up to me. Really? She's everywhere. She's like one of the funniest people alive. Yeah. Oh, that's what I that's what I keep hearing. Yeah. Uh, well, all she, I know is she's in good company with this crowd. Louis Vitel. Yeah. Yep. Z-Way. Her show looks so good. I'm yeah, so excited for that's it. That's no joke. I mean, yeah. she is something else. It comes out every Thursday. And it's wherever you get your podcasts, but it's also, of course, part of the Exactly Right Network. So, Correct. Yeah. I said Correct. no gifts every Thursday. Listen on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen. And you could follow them on I Said No Gifts on Instagram. Terrific. I love Bridger. And also, I, I want to go to- He really put up with a lot from us on that episode. He was Oh, you know, that. but he has very specific opinions. He knew what he wanted. He knew yes. what he thought. And he gave his advice. I love that. With, what, I mean, truly, he did. He had gut reactions. Yeah. It was nice. I love people with a strong tech. So. Me too. And Rhonda, just so you know, I, I said yes gifts. Oh, yes gifts. So just for the future. Send Brian any gifts. So don't you ever want. approach my home or my carriage house without a with gift. It. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, dear. Hi, Rana. How are you? 
What's happened? You're in crisis. I am. I'm over-caffeinated today. I got to be honest. Oh, really? My mouth's a little dry. Yeah. I've been speedy, speedy, speedy in my head all day. My limbs are kind of flapping. Oh, no. Have you had any water? You're not drinking enough water. I know. I just, I poured a glass right before. How many cups of coffee did you have this morning? Two. Like, not even a lot. I don't know. Did you get them at the usual place you get them in now? Yes, I did. I did. It's just your biochemistry. I think I know what I did wrong. For one of them, I got a latte okay. and I said, I said, make it a triple. In fact, in retrospect, I should not have done that. Maybe that's what did it. Oh, so you had more caffeine than you I, normally have. I didn't have more cups, but I had more caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to get by on a technicality. So two cups of coffee could be two cups of decaf coffee for some person. For some person, or it could and be you 10 say, shots of espresso. I only had two cups. Yeah, it could be 10 cups. Exactly. <laughs> that's right. A triple shot. I didn't yeah. know you were a triple I, shot. I didn't either. I don't know why I did it. I don't know why I did it. You're regretting it. I'm regretting it, Ron. One too many. That's right. Now Believe you're gonna, me. Now you're going to have to go for a run, and there's nothing you'd like to do less than that. Now I have to go for a run or bash my head against the wall or <laughs> take a picture frame and put my head all the way through it or start a painting and then take the painting and crash my head through it, something. <laughs> How are you? Oh, you know, I'm wonderful. I'm thrilled, Rana. I'm just wonderful. You look like it. You're glowing. You look beautiful. Am I? It must be my ring light. Which I haven't quite mastered, I'll be honest with you. This Rana, room is a let little me give dark, you some advice so that I need I got a little from, light. Yeah. I got this advice from a very sagacious, sage, hmm. uh, OBG woman. OBG? Yeah. Old, oh. Mm, take yeah. the compliment. Take the compliment. Don't give a history, just take the compliment. Yes. You're very right. Thank you, dear. I got to say, though, I'm not as good at saying it as you are. Don't give a history. Just take a compliment. Don't give a history. Just take a compliment. That's yeah, right. It's true. You were right. I was embarking on a history, and uh, I was wrong to do it. Well, you look fabulous. Ring light or no? Thank you, Dia. Now, what's going on? A little bit of business is we want to sure. remind people we're coming up on June. Uh, and in June, I know we haven't announced it yet, but we'll announce it next week, what our charity is for June. Yes. We're giving a dollar from every bag of coffee uh, to an LGBTQ plus. Did I get yep. that? Act you got it. I, yeah, that's- Did that's I include everybody? Absolutely correct, Rana. Uh, we're giving a, a dollar because it's Pride Month, basically. It is. It yeah. is. So um, that's exciting. And of course, for our coffee subscribers, we're coming up on our one-year anniversary of this Unbe- coffee, which is unbelievable. As Tyra Banks would say, unbelievable. Unbelievable. That's right. I almost fell over at you, Wendy. Whatever you said, what, disappear, ghost. Oh, that's what Nini said to Latoya, but but Wendy, I think, was talking about it. Wendy yeah. repeated it, I yes. suppose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> disappear, ghost. <laughs> She, Nini also said, you're standing over there like Casper the ghost. <laughs> it was pretty mean. <laughs> I know what she means, though. And then she goes, she goes, you're standing over there like Casper the ghost, talking like a little girl. I have to say, I once saw Latoya Jackson at dinner at Medeo really? in Beverly Hills. That makes sense. And she gave, she was eating dinner with, of course, four men. Uh, you know, her business manager, business her lawyer, right. her, yeah. And 
she gave me the sweetest smile I've maybe She's, ever she seen. She seems on a like human the being. nicest human being. The sweetest. She does. I mean, across the room, it penetrated you how sweet she was. It would be fun to have her on the show. I bet she'd give some really kind advice. Oh, I think yes, but I think it would be the kind of advice, you know. Sure. She, not, she doesn't live in the real world, so it would no, be that's have true. your driver pick you up. Right, sure. Or if you're not feeling well, have you drive a pick up some NyQuil or, you know, whatever. Sure. The, yeah, 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 yeah. That sort of thing. That sort of advice. But anyway, we're doing our coffee clatch, our first anniversary coffee clatch on June 11th. June Snake so Eyes. if you have not subscribed and you've been thinking about subscribing, now is absolutely the time. Definitely. Yeah, because, because this is a Because that way you can event. hang out with us yeah. during our clatch. It's yeah. private. It's live. It's you, it's me, and it's whoever shows up. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be a blast. So it we can't wait for that. Now, do, do we have any fun? Uh, we do. We have a, a couple of follow-ups. When's you coming here. out, by the way? I'm trying to keep up with, I you, think with not your till, schedule. I think not till the fall. I think it's like maybe at the end of the year. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. don't think they have a, even have a date yet, but I'll, I'll let you know when that happens. But it's not till okay. late fall. Fabulous. Fabulous. Yeah. Okay. Now, we have a follow-up today. And almost, certainly do. this is almost an immediate follow-up. Yeah. This happened fast, fast, fast. This is a follow-up. Just, I think this letter came in before the Patreon even answered, aired with the answer to the cliffhanger. They were just, if we've you got to tell it. you now. Yeah. Okay. Love it. So I'm going to let you read this one. You got it, Rana. Well, even though it's not to me, it's just this Rana exclamation points. <laughs> So I'm doing my usual Tuesday bike ride, and you can imagine my surprise when you not only chose to answer my question, but you prefaced it by saying it could be a Dateline episode. I was beyond thrilled, yeah. even though the subject is creepy. And your answer was perfect. This is I, the guy who found yes. out his ex-boyfriend was a creep. Correct. Yeah. I dare say I blushed when you called me lovely. You're also right that I got out of this unscathed and I'm doing fine in my own life. Eight-time published author, oh. super snack of a husband who is the CEO of NPR. Excuse me. I wonder if he's friends with Ari Shapiro. House in Nantucket, excuse me. I'm sure he is. And Let's you know, get once Ari again, a raise. You know what? Let's get Brian in this group. That's what we need to be doing. Yeah, let's get Brian needs a Nantucket invite because I can't house him on the vineyard every weekend. No, 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 no. I'll, we'll, yeah. I'll do back and forth. I'll do like- um, Yeah, we'll just send you over there. I'll do an east-west situation. Yeah, yeah. You know, Berlin. Yeah. About the red flags, I really (laughs) wanted to include more, but unlike that somewhat obnoxious listener, I was hyper-aware of the word count. Anyway, I'll just explain them now very briefly. I'm so excited for this. Number one, he once told me that he loved his dog growing up, like really loved the dog, and would masturbate the dog. Oh, okay. I don't know. All right. Well, number, we're here I now. I can't believe we're you doing were this. this. You know now. what? I rescind my request for an invite to Nantucket. These are the, the these are the small red flags that popped up. Yeah, that is the over the ten the year relationship. One. Okay, I mean that's one that's like okay. how many have we got more? Number two, we went, and I'm sure your CEO NPR boyfriend is going to love this. Number two, we <laughs> went to pick up his friends who were visiting from out of town. He put friends in quotes. I was thinking they were adults, but it was two ten year old boys. I later found out he'd put porn mags under their beds. (gasps) What parents would send their kids to visit a 40-year-old? Well, if it was their uncle, but Number three, I found some child porn in a bag under the ping pong table. The ping pong table. And when I confronted him, he said he'd 
found it and didn't really know what was in it, etc. Total bullshit. It's amazing what we sometimes block out or let slide when we're in the presence of someone who's larger than life. I don't know about any of this, Rana. <laughs> I don't think, because I think what we're going to hear is, you need to report this man. Well, he's already in jail. Remember, he's going to jail for three for three months. Oh, of course. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. Everyone was charmed by him, and you're right. He was a mover and shaker, and now his whole world has crumbled. Thank you for making me realize that I was in my 20s and there was nothing I did wrong. You know what? I almost want to rescind that. I, I, nothing? I say, I'm not going to go with nothing. I'm not going to go with nothing either. Yeah. And for remembering the good, there was a lot of it. See, I rescind that too. I, I really think there's a lot of bad here. And they weren't red flags. They were mallets. <laughs> An anvil fell on your head. Yeah, tr- multiple times. As much of a creep as he is, he had incredible magnetism and charm, which is sadly how a lot of these people operate. Thanks again. I absolutely love your podcast. was honored to be a part of it. I know you're an MV person. Laugh is vineyard. But if you're ever in Nantucket, we'd love to have you for a glass of champagne on our Ocean View deck. Cheers, Stuart. P.S. Brian, with an I. You know what? I'm I'm proud of that this time. Thank you, too. I loved hearing you read it. And your savvy quips never disappoint. Okay, Rhonda, so you're invited to Nantucket. I will stay on Martha's Vineyard and defend my property while you're out there. Yeah. Make sure nothing bad happens. And you can join this group, Rhonda. I have to say... Those are more than red flags. I stand by the advice we gave. I stand by the fact that it's true. People can live. We didn't have this info. People can rationalize a lot of things uh, when they're young and in a relationship. But two and three, I mean, two, I don't know what to say, but two isn't in retrospect. Those could be like his nephews. I mean, obviously it's not exactly what was going on, but that's not so weird It's still questionable though. One is serial killer sociopathy oh, material. Yeah. I mean, one is you run out the door and lock it behind you. Why would he tell you that? Why would he tell? To te- I think yeah. probably to test him. Yeah. To and see like, what can I get away with here? Three. Three is three. Oh my God. Yeah. So, that, was, that was really crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I mean, even, I don't know whether we're going to have You probably should have to- called animal control, the police, yeah. every child welfare organization in the state. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, maybe God t- 10 years was a little long for that relationship, I'm going to say. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't feel a bit bad about telling you that the family absolutely, uh, you don't have to call anybody oh, and yell at him no, for the family. No. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's do some reviews. Yeah. Let's do it, Rana. Would you like me to read them? Always. Oh. Excited for Pod says, my favorite duo. I love hanging out with Ron and Brian. I found the show by way of Naomi Ekpair again. Ever since I've been, uh, you know what? I don't want to discuss her. Guest host Naomi Ekpair again. Yeah, I don't want to discuss her anymore because I'll tell you, she's- Lifetime podcast host Naomi Ekpair again. Yeah. Couples therapy host Naomi Ekpair again. Rana, enough. I don't have to sing her praise. I wonder if she and Andy are upset about the Showtime show. Couples therapy. Great question. Yeah. Great well, we'll have it back on. We haven't had her on in a while. I, I always what? like it when Naomi steps back. <sighs> I know you do, Rana. I know. Yeah. You know what? I like her too. I like her too. I just think like everyone needs to know when they're the guest and Maybe when they're not. I'll do a special Patreon with just Naomi. What? Why on earth? You know, to give you a break. Give you a little need, week off or I don't need a break. Rana, you're real. I'll tell you. Between inviting Derek to Martha's Vineyard and now Naomi stepping in, 
on my I would love to have her as a guest as long as we refer to her only as a guest. You're you're really pushing it pretty far with me. <laughs> if I don't push it, how will we keep it interesting? I guess so, but all, what I told you was that yeah. I started off this episode by saying I'm rattled with caffeine. Yeah. Yeah, riddled so with it. Today wasn't the day. <laughs> no, today wasn't the day for me to absolutely hit the roof. Well, I can't wait to hear the advice you're going to give. All right, finish this review because then I, I guess yes. to hear. Ever since I've been listening to past and present episodes, I can't get enough. The advice is insightful, surrounded by my laughter and their ba- banter. Thank you, Ronner and Brian. Ron, nah, nice. they wrote. They wrote no, with an e, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, uh, yep. All right, dear. Well, our guests are already here, and these guys are so fabulous. We can't <sighs> keep them waiting for a minute. They're true. Superstars. They're too busy. They need to get out to the next hamburger stand. So we they're have the to biggest take, things in this medium. Ron, take the time while we can. They absolutely are. Yeah. If you're a podcast fan and you're not a fan of their show, you don't know what you do. You don't know what you're doing. Yeah. They right. they've raised the game. The Doughboys are here. Without further ado. Brian. Rana. Yeah. I I have a question for you. I'm listening. Wouldn't it be great if there were a pocket-sized guide that helped you sleep, focus, act, and be better? Other than our podcast? Other than our podcast. This is a pocket-sized guide. Well, there is. And if you have, let's say, 10 minutes, Headspace can completely transform your life. I have to say, yeah, as a person who has used Headspace, yes, uh, and particularly at the beginning of the pandemic, it is a absolutely revolutionary app. And a lot of other people have come along since then. Calm, this one, that one. Sure, sure. But Headspace is the thing that's incredible about Headspace is. The guy that developed this app, the app, Andy, I believe is his name. And I believe he's the voice that you hear. It's an incredible English, calm, very clear voice that you hear uh, on some of their, you know, basic proprietary programs. Mm -hmm. But it's all research-based meditation, programming. Uh, They use clinical research to validate all of their programming, et cetera, et cetera. So it's not just somebody who's saying, ah, yeah, I'm going to, yeah, I'll just throw this out there and say if you like it. They really back it up. And they make it really simple and accessible in that I think sometimes when you say meditation to people, they think like, oh God, I, I couldn't, I can't do it. It doesn't work for me. It doesn't work for me. I can't do it. It's going to take too long. It sounds so intimidating, meditation. It does sound intimidating and it absolutely isn't. Um, no. because all it is is clearing a little time and a little clearing space. A, and literally as little as, they have an SOS meditation relax. that's three minutes long. Incredible. It really, even just taking three yeah. minutes can make you feel so much better. What I love about Headspace is they have those wind down sessions that help yeah. you fall asleep. And if you're a parent, they even have morning meditations that you can do with your kids, which, pardon me, helps everybody. It's terrific. It's really about creating, I mean, it's in the name Headspace, but it really mm-hmm. is about creating this moment in your day where you yep. stop for a moment and you're mindful and you think about the intention, which is checking in with yourself, listening to your breath, your mood, yeah, listening to your breath, trying to let certain thoughts uh, move 
out of that space. And it really is just a reset. That's all it is. It's hitting Total a little reset, reset button. Reduces yeah. stress, improves sleep, boosts focus, Incredible. increases your well overall sense of well-being. Yeah. And uh, mindfulness just does work, period. You just have Incredible. to b- b- carve literally minutes out of your day. But and you if can do you it don't, on if your you schedule don't, anytime. Yeah, and if you don't believe us, you can believe the 600,000 five-star reviews. I wish I could say that about We're this almost podcast. There, five We're star, almost five there. stars online. Yeah. 600,000 five-star reviews over 60 million downloads. So we have a little offer for our listeners here. You deserve to feel happier and Headspace is meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash askrana. Yeah. That's headspace.com slash askrana for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now, Rana. Well, you don't have to tell me. I'm all about giving people the best deal we can. But there's no, honestly, people have had so much stress, so much sleeplessness, so much confusion about what do I want in life? What don't I want in life? Is it going to solve all your problems now? But is it going to create the space for you to find a new way to tackle some of the things that are going on with you that couldn't be a better time? And why not do it for free? Yeah. And there's no way to do it wrong. So just take that intimidation thing out. Excellent point. Please head to headspace.com slash askrana today. Attention Carriage House members, Rana here to tell you all about Anchor.fm. Anchor is the fabulous app that we use to create our podcast. And let me tell you something. You can use it to create a podcast of your own. It's totally free. They have these terrific creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, if you're that sort of person. I have a staff, excuse me. And now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes, which is pretty fabulous. The possibilities are totally endless. So download the free Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Kiss, kiss. Now, wait a minute, Brian. Iconoclasts. I mean, what else is there to say, Rana? Icons and iconoclasts. They started as iconoclasts. What did I say? Now they've been around long enough that they're only icons. They lifted the whole genre, that lifted the whole medium, Rana. Did they lift it or did they lower it? We have to ask ourselves that question. Great question. I think they lifted it. They they are simultaneously elevating and decomposing sure. all of podcasting at the very same time. These up two. the down staircase. <laughs> these two, yes. I can't believe they even had time to join us. I th- they have to go to at least four hamburger stands today and eat a frozen custard as soon as they're done with us. So I don't know how they have even. And then I want to know if they're on a Padma Lakshmi like diet. You know, she oh, talks to about where they, she gains 15 pounds during Top time. Chef taping, yeah. and then she has to go run around the block for six months after that <laughs> to get a, <laughs> get, to get a cholesterol down or whatever she has to do. Correct. Well, we're going to find all that out and more because Nick Weiger, Mike Mitchell, the effing Doughboys are here, Rana. Gentlemen. Hi. Wow. Hi. Thank you I, for having us. I understand you just celebrated your 300th episode. Is that right? Yeah. We, yeah. Not too What'd you guys past. do? I would have thought it was 3,000th. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> how, many, I mean, how many are you putting out a week? We, uh, do, we do two a week. Two, we do one yeah. mainline 
Doughboys episode where we review a restaurant, then we do a bonus mm-hmm. episode where we just kind of do whatever. Do your thing. Chat yeah. it up. We actually, we we also, we gain 15 pounds a week. Um, oh, no. Really? So, Padma, yeah. <laughs> Are you going to have better. a Discovery Show channel, a TLC show? After uh, this, uh, eventually, yes, they're going to yeah. go on ninety day fiance. After no, they're going to my. <laughs> right. They could both go on ninety day, but they're also going to go on my two thousand pound life or my sure or my two my feet are killing me. You could go on that. Yeah, my oh, two hundred and eighty uh, cholesterol count life or whatever sure. it is. Yeah, sure. And Mike, I hate to say it, I don't like to tell mm-hmm. people this, but we've been talking a little bit about the now North Shore, South Shore, mm-hmm. uh, Shacks and the Jets, you know, sure. Hadfields, McCoys situation yeah the 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 beefs north shore beefs versus the south shore bar pizzas that's that's basically how it breaks up (laughs) give me a tight 30 minutes on how horrible the north shore is (laughs) 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 is it because i gotta say i've been living up here and Mm -hmm. i gotta tell you guys ronna go um you know listen to the uh, listen to classical music i gotta tell you guys there's something very uptight here and very boring. Mm-hmm. And I get a lot of stares for the length of my shorts. Wow. And, you know, Rana's well, house. Brian a squat. It's sort of a squirt. It's attached, but that doesn't quite look like it. Remember, right. Dolphin, run his shorts. Let's put yeah. it that way. And by the yeah. way, I'm not getting as recognized up here as I thought I would. So I'm wondering if the South Shore, maybe there would be more autograph hounds or something. But anyway, it's been really uptight. You, you know, the North Shore to me, I always just like thought about it as like, it feels like. Hmm. How do I put this? Just more Italian, I guess. It's like a Italian. There's a sense here that you're going to be involved in organized crime at any moment. I, I, what, look, in no, in, in, not in Marblehead, but I just always you're talking me, about Revere and Lynn is what you're talking. Yeah, about. just anything north and a of the bit city. Of East Boston, of course. Anything north of the city to me just felt like. Felt like kind of like Long Islandy or something. To and me. what that is makes it more- actually that tracks? We, we got we got a a, a a wide mix of Irish people. Sure, and yeah, so a lot, there's well, a few there's a other lot people. of people that migrated from Dorchester down. Let's put yeah. it that way. Yeah, my mom never likes yeah. to admit that she doesn't because yeah. I live in Quincy and she never likes to say that. Yeah, because like, Quincy's there's, nice. There's originally from Dorchester, yeah. like stickers, and my mom doesn't like that. She's like, yeah. we didn't come from Dorchester. I'm like, I don't. Where'd she come from? Mission Hill? She came from, she, she's Quincy original. Really? She's a, she's a Quincy is original. Is it by any yeah. chance spelled Quincy and pronounced Quincy or is it actually spelled with a Z? No, this is a thing Weiger likes to talk about is that we, uh, we <laughs> just speak like fools. Yeah. You call so it, it is Quincy. Quincy. It is spelled right. Quincy. Oh yeah. Like John, yeah, it's just spelled John, Quincy, and you say John the Quincy name, Adams. John Quincy yeah. Adams would call the town named after him Quincy. Mm-hmm. Quincy. Uh, so yeah. supposedly I, I can get into this. The family. The Quincy family supposedly pronounced it with a Z. Is how is is, okay. is what like they, they pronounced it the way we pronounced it. There so, you go. Yeah. Do you also pronounce it Los Feliz? Uh I say Los Feliz. Yeah, sure. Do I everybody say Los Feliz? I haven't been back in so long. <laughs> I think everybody does. Nick, yeah. you're from where? San Diego or somewhere? I've lived in Southern California my entire life. Uh, yeah. My family's now I in San Diego. I didn't realize that. Okay. Yeah, but I, yeah. I've lived in LA County the whole time. I haven't, oh. I've been, you know, in, I originally from the Long Beach area, and now I'm up here in, in West LA. Okay, so you went to high school in Long Beach? That's right. Okay, so you're a mm. real- What was your mascot? SoCal. The Jackrabbits, the Long Beach Polytechnic Jackrabbits. Is that you know where Snoop Dogg and Cameron Diaz went to high school? That is. High school? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Famously. How did you know that, Rana? Because I know everything. 
Yeah. That's how. <laughs> well, Some good. famous alums, Billy Jean King, Tony Gwynn. Really? Yeah. Billy Jean. What about the Williams sisters? No, they were they didn't go to Long Beach High School. No, no they I probably didn't even go yeah, to high school so. at that point. They were already in the uh already on the the circuit at that point. Sure. Now, I feel like he Nick 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 doesn't seem like he is definitely the odd man. When you hear who went to his high school, he is the odd he's the odd man out for sure. Sure. Now why do you say that, Mitch? Snoop Dogg and Cameron Diaz. We yeah. have similar vibes. Do, do they I, have similar vibes, would you say? Well, Nick was up for bad teacher. <laughs> but then they ended up switching the genders and everything. But they yeah. he was, it was supposed to be him. So I would say there is something in common. I mean, there's a vibe. I want to know what you two, what's the best thing either of you ate in quarantine this, Ooh, this year? Wow. Can you think? So we went mm. to a, we got a, I'm not eating meat this year, but last year for oh, our anniversary. Is that why you're looking so skinny? Cause you're meatless. He's always well, skinny, Rana. I, he goes yeah, up well, and he's a fluctuator. I do 100%. Yeah, he's I'm, a yo-yo. I'm actually, there's no question about it. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 diving board's kind of on an upswing right now. Actually, I, this may be a flattering angle, but I'm a little heavier than I've than I've been. But all that uh, vegan, yeah. all that vegan cheese, that cashew the cheese, the impossible burgers. Yeah, it's tough. No, they you eat, eat a lot of starch. cheese. Yes, yeah, you have sure. you have more carbs as a result of not of cutting meat out. But uh, to answer your question, the, the best <laughs> thing I had, the most toothsome meal, was my wife and I went and got a whole fish from Coney Seafood. Uh, and wow. we just, and it was, it was fucking delightful. It was like, it would, we just, we just ate it at our, at our table and it was, I, I don't know. It was, it was an unbelievable meal. I don't even know how to describe Where, it. How? Where is Where Coney is Seafood and what kind of fish was it? Um, it was just, you know, it's like, uh, just a fucking good ass fish. It was a great fish. It was really, <laughs> it was really well seasoned. It had some salsa with it. I, I think Coney Yum. is on is is a southwest section of LA, but I don't remember specifically where it is geographically. Not, not only you're doing a bad job describing how it was, but you're also just saying fish. It was a great fish, great fish, <laughs> and a great fish. It could could have been a great white shark for all we know. <laughs> sure, yeah. yeah. I don't remember fish. any specifics. I just remember putting it in my mouth and enjoying it. Could have been and one of those anglerfish that just washed up out of the deep sea. Did you descale it? Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it was descaled. No, that's good. Oh, I'm not gonna eat a scaled uh, a fish with scales on it. Are you gonna well, stay? Sure. Are you gonna stay meatless? Are you feeling better? Are you? Has your health been affected, or is it just sort of an exercise? Um, I think I'm going to. I'm I'm oh. doing it for the rest of this calendar year for sure. As far okay. I, I don't know if I'm ultimately going to never have meat again. I think at some point I will introduce some amount of meat back into my diet. Yeah. Then again, I don't know. Maybe I'll have a different answer in December. And Nick, do you already have you been documenting the process? And do you already have speeches for lectures you're going to give your friends about your year without eating meat? I mean, are those ready to go? <laughs> That's pretty much what the podcast has, the has book devolved been into. Sold. Good, 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 yeah. good, good, good. Yeah, it's already just happened. a lot of condescension for me. I once did a year with no pizza. Wow! Wow! How'd that yeah. go? Worth it. Was it was ridiculous? Why would you ever? I mean, why would you waste a whole year of your life without eating pizza? I wasted right. a year without not smoking cigarettes. <laughs> oh, that's wow. pretty good. Yeah. Did you? So you ate them? I lasted you, the whole year and beyond. <laughs> smoking <laughs> cigarettes. I uh, I did a year no water. Just I had no water the entire year. And you lived yeah. to see the you lived to see the next year. <laughs> and that you you just did Gatorade or what did you do? Yeah, it was Gatorade, Mountain yeah. Dew. Nice. Beat that system. 
Mitch, what about you? What's your most delicious thing you've eaten in quarantine? I'm hoping you're going to say from some mm. sort of a sleazy Chinese restaurant bar on the on the South Shore, which is my favorite sort of place. You know, I I didn't I didn't get out to I I, I haven't I want to go back and go to like a Cathay Pacific and have like a scorpion bowl. I want to do that so bad. Where's that? That's that's right right over the bridge from Dorchester in Quincy. It's a, it's a it's a and it's just a place where you have that's like where a I want platter go. and you. And you have like and you just get drunk my but favorite yeah i think for me i did a south shore bar pizza tour delicious and, and it was and it was great we went to flying jays we went to a bunch of different places me and a bunch of quincy guys so we drove around and just ate ate bar pizza all day and it was it was awesome are and you going are you going out of your brain being at home or have, you, or have you enjoyed it it's been good it's a lot of time with my mom yeah. uh we you know I, we Spent a lot of time together. We watched Fiddler on the Roof uh, two nights ago. I watched it last week. Did you really? I just I saw it streaming, and I was like, "This is what I want to say." We 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 watched the uh, the topple the the uh, the original movie. Yeah, same. Yep, delicious. So good. So how is it not Zero Mostel in that movie? That is still. That's the original question and the yeah, original sin. Me. Yeah. I'll never understand how that switch up happened because Zero Mustel was also more famous. Yes. Yeah. That's what I don't, that's what I really don't get. And Here's I, what I gotta say. Yeah. Team Topple. Okay. Wow. I mean, he's great in it. He's great in it. And he was in Flash Gordon. Those are the only two things I ever saw in them. And are you all gonna watch Yentl now or that's it for you? We should yeah. watch. We should. We should. We should watch Yentl. Why the hell not? I'll watch I, it. We've and been, then we've, you have to watch Young Frankenstein, of course, <laughs> Frankenstein, and then of course uh, the producers. So much um, better. We were, we were trying to move through the Best Picture nominees, and my mom was just falling asleep. So this the, it's this has been this has been better. She's you had to pepper it. up a little bit. Yeah, sure. yeah. Yeah. Have you guys had Ricky Schroeder on recently? <sighs> we we had we Ricky had him on. on. To review Costco hot dogs. I was just going to say uh, he was on his way in to get a hot dog good. to yeah. talk to you two. Yeah. 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 It was, it was <laughs> a bad scene. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. We, I we, didn't watch the video. I like to, I prefer to remember him from Silver Spoon. Sure, so I didn't yeah. watch the video. I never saw Lonesome Dove for the same reason. He has he has AirPods Love the book, in. Never watched the. Uh, he's wearing AirPods at the he's time. He's wearing AirPods in that and like yeah. we're like like get in there. You need to review the like try, force your way in and then <laughs> go like, in. Yeah, gotta get in That's there. Great. That's great. Uh, gentlemen, you'll enjoy the fact that Brian and I got into a dispute the other week about the Dodger dog versus the Fenway Frank. Wow. We did. And and we Mm. learned that the Fenway Frank, of course, was invented about 50 years before, or 40, 40 years before the Dodger dog. I refuse to believe it because who has ever heard of the Fenway Frank? Oh God. Are you kidding me? Brian. That's what I think. I honestly think it was my first. Don't take the bait, Mitch. Don't take the bait. I think Fenway Frank was my first two words, Fenway and then Frank, followed (laughs) by Frank. You're the exception. No one's are ever they, buried. Are they still making turkey cheese hot dogs? Turkey cheese hot dogs. Remember you know Oscar Mayer did cheese hot dogs? Oh, turkey, I remember yeah. Turkey right. cheese hot dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. All the same old bullshit is still here. <laughs> Fabulous. Squeeze cheese. Uh, Which right. is the rowdier stadium, Fenway or Dodger? Because mm. those are both get pretty rowdy, don't they? Oh, Fenway. Sure. Well, actually, it's think? a good question. It's a good question. Dodger Stadium feels more spread out. Yeah, yeah. Fenway yeah. feels more like a powder keg, I think. Sure, Fen- Fenway has become so, so like kind of fam. It's like di- it's been Disneyfied in many. Oh, I ways. haven't been there in many years, so I'm only remembering it from its sort of 
you know, rickety yeah. be- sure. beginnings. Yeah. Uh, did, did they sort of clean out the clean up the outer ring of it? Yeah, the, the, just where the food like, stands, etc. It's very, it's very nice. I mean, it still is like a seat I do not fit into as the size of human being I am. But yeah, that's that's maybe true of most ball stadiums. No, but Dodger Stadium tiny. is a bit more. Re- it, Fenway does feel. Uh, it also feels pitched very high, so you feel like mm-hmm. you're sort of sitting on pitchy, top pitchy, of the person yeah. in front of you. Where Dodger Stadium feels more like a kind of clamshell. Mm-hmm. Sure. Oh, yeah. sexy. A low gradient. Yeah, uh, I know what you're saying. You asked, Dia. So that's the answer. <laughs> that's the answer you got. Both, I both, know. both very rowdy. They're both, they're both rowdy. They're both yeah. filled with assholes, one way or another. Sure, Do- sure. Well, Fenway's filled with schmucks the whole way around the ring, mm-hmm. and Dodger Stadium is really just the outfield that yeah. you have to because they used to have that all you can drink and eat section. Mm-hmm. Isn't that right? Didn't they have a section where you could pay fifteen dollars and eat and drink anything you wanted? They yeah. had to. Uh, they had to stop selling beer at Dutch Stadium. Yeah, that's yeah. That, that's a fucking dream section. All you can eat. Them, <laughs> make them end. Well, that. now they have something called the dugout. So, not the dugout, but they have. Rana, they've uh, always had that. They have every yeah, where they keep the players. <laughs> right. They, no, they have a little <laughs> section in the outfield where you can get a seat that has a bar on the top of it. Mm. Okay. And they'll bring you all you can eat, oh, yeah. cheese, yeah. nachos, or whatever. Uh, and you can sit there, and that's a very, a very highly coveted seat now. They've just redone Dodgers. Alamo Draft House. Sure. Yeah. Shall we? You know, this isn't really what this show is about. None no. of this. None of it. We're cutting all of that. Probably going to cut all of that. <laughs> Uh, but it was, nice, but it was nice to solid. catch up, fellas. <laughs> it was. I haven't seen. I haven't seen either of you in so long. It really was wonderful to catch up. Yeah, likewise. You know, Nick Weiser and I used to share an office. What? Isn't that wild? Yeah. At Where? Funny or Die, we shared an office when we worked we at were Funny or Die. Office mates. We were. How is that just coming out? Is he the guy in your office that had a crush on you that you yes, had to that's quit? Him. That's the one. That, that's yeah, the two was, episodes yeah. we talked about. Brian had a job, and some guy turned on a dime, started acting like a jerk to him. Yes, because uh, he had no, it a crush wasn't on funny him, or an unrequited crush. It wasn't funny or dumb. So it wasn't yeah. Nick. We can but confirm I, I that now. But I did almost quit my job because of Nick. I, be- right. I would believe that. Just way too loud and screaming, <laughs> and it was awful. Now, Brian, I truly <laughs> did just hear a thing. <laughs> yeah, that Nick used to bring in hard-boiled eggs to the office. Do you oh. remember Nick? I bringing- don't. Re- I only remember this was, Nick being truly the consummate office mate. I don't remember. Did wow. you used to do that? I don't remember. This that. was never. This wasn't a funnier die. This was a previous okay. job. Oh, and then I used to do that, and it. I was like, okay. And then I stopped doing that because I realized that it was <laughs> distressing people because it's disgusting. Sure. So fair. But uh, that's yeah, a no, smell I you don't want when the Tupperware opens. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Certainly not. People right. write into this show. They're desperate. Okay. Desperate. Mm-hmm. Sure. We give them advice. Is it good advice? We think so. Sure. Are they any under any obligation to take it? Certainly not. No, we're not professionals. But if they want their life to improve, they probably should. So, yeah. all right. I am going to read the first question. Why not? Do it, Rana. Dear Rana Bryan and spectacular guests. Wow. Help. My boyfriend has a mullet. It started harmlessly as a way to do something fun when he has salons had been closed and we weren't seeing the outside world. That was a year ago. Now, pretty much everyone in our lives is fully vaxxed, so life is starting to get back to normal. Uh, Every time he goes to get a haircut, I hope he comes to his senses. But what do I see when he comes home? That tight cut on the sides, 
and tail hanging down the back. I have since learned this style is called a Kentucky waterfall. I've I, never heard of that. Yeah. I've only wow. heard mullet. Yeah. He have, I've heard it. I have to say. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Sure. Just to be just to be clear, the person writing in didn't know who the guests were going to be, right? Because I figure I figured they know. Yes. And, and in fact, okay. Rana did a little bit of a lie because it said "and spectacular guest." She oh. at, she made it plural. Wow! So this whole wow. thing's been deception so far. <laughs> wow! What if they knew it was us and they only like referred to one of us? <laughs> Damn but it! Cryptically, so to yep. keep us guessing. So yep. what if, for instance, Mike wrote this question, <laughs> and in order to disguise it. To discuss yeah. his co-host's hair. Read yes. Nick, who it's has true. a real quarantine look. How long is that hair right now, dear? This, so this is pretty You're lengthy. You're wearing this a is... dark shirt, so it's hard to tell. If you move a little closer to the camera. Yeah, let's oh, see if boy. I can get. It's oh, getting boy. down to the bottom of your neck. That is. Sort of, yeah. Oh, God. Whoa. It's too long. It's Dude, too I long. Like I like it. I'm going to say it. It looks good. Thank you, Brian. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I I, uh, I have, I had a haircut. I've had this discussion with other people. I had a haircut scheduled for like when everything shut down in March of 2020. So I was already due for a haircut and then everything shut down. And then I haven't gotten my haircut that entire time. At first it was kind of like, Oh, just let this go. And then I reached a point. It was like, I really need a haircut. So I have a, now I have a haircut scheduled for next week. So this is finally going to get some under control to some degree, but it's, it's become a real scene. Because just like this guy, he's been to the hairdresser a couple of times and he still, and he comes back with just a well quaffed mullet instead of, instead of no mullet. I have, I have, I I have a solution for this. I also wanted to say that I I didn't even finish the question. Oh, there's more of a question. Of course. I wanted to just show off my haircut. (laughs) I got a haircut last week, but it's too short. I think. Oh, it looks good. I think it's very cute. Yeah. I, don't I have think a bald it's too spot too. All. I'm hiding. Here's the ball. Well, we're I show not the bald seeing spot? it. Uh, no. no, we don't even see it. Your, it's your headphones the, are covering my it. headphones. It's great. You're hiding yeah. it well. That's not too it's short at cut. all. Your hair still has a little curl to it. Oh yeah, yeah. I got yeah. curly. I know it curls up. Yeah. It's gross. He officiated a wedding and asked me to straighten it for the special occasion. And he's already talking about how cool it will look when he wears a patriotic romper on the Fourth oh, of July. Okay. Yeah, I know I shouldn't care what people think, but I would prefer no one. I no one wonder if I am dating someone who is at all interested in storming the Capitol, just to make sure it's clear he was nuts. Well, that's the vibe it will give off. This it's, is yeah. Joe. Rock this storming is the Capitol. Joe. What's his right. name? Joe. Yeah. Joe Exotic. Sure. Does sure. it make me a fun killer that I hate it? Everyone around us tells him how awesome it is, but they are not the ones who have to live with it every day. And do they actually think it's awesome or just entertaining? The two of us have different takes on that. Have I thought about cutting it off in the middle of the night? Of course. But he is a light sleeper, and I don't want to accidentally stab him in the neck if he turns. Sure. (laughs) Cut it with a knife. Cut it with a knife. And if it isn't obvious, he knows how I feel, which may be prolonging this phase. God, I hope it's a phase. He is 29, so I guess I shouldn't expect much. Rana hates 29-year-old men. I don't hate them. I'm just naturally suspicious of them. Right. And their intentions and their motivations. And I don't even think it's their fault. I just think 29 is what's happening to That age. Any words of wisdom on how to live with this would be greatly appreciated. CC. P.S. We know he's a keeper because I was able to turn him into an avid listener. So any guidance will be heard firsthand since he will clearly know that it is him. As our favorite podcast, you have provided lots of smiles over the years, and any insight 
we will uh, we'll be valued by both of us. Well, we've only been doing the podcast for a year and a half, so don't say over the years. Sure, to you're us. right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Don't tell us it's felt like. Don't long. tell us you your favorite podcast when you don't know when we we found it, et cetera, et cetera. You said it, gentlemen. Nick, are you doing this to provoke your wife? Are you doing it for attention? Are you doing what? Did it start out as something that was happening normally, and then you enjoyed the attention? What's going on here? Because uh, yeah, obviously, the, it, there's a pair of scissors in your house somewhere. Right. The answer to all your questions is yes. Uh, I think that it's very easy to you're doing something ironically, and then you kind of lean into it, and then it becomes like, oh, well, now this is just my thing. This is just my identity. I legit think that is how people get into like QAnon. It's like there, there's like a guise yes. of irony behind it, and then eventually, like, wait a minute, how deep does this actually go? And then you start to believe the the your own bullshit, you know. So I, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's tough because I, I don't want you don't want to tell your partner how they should look, you know. But I think it's okay to say what you like and what you don't like, right? Like you don't, I you don't want to control what they're doing with their hair or with their mm. their wardrobe. But does I does your you wife hate it? No, my wife likes my hair as is. Weirdly, it's good. Yeah. I think she just I like likes a different look. I think she's she's. I've been like the. I've had like the same look for so long. I think she just likes that it feels like it's a different guy. <laughs> yeah, because you know you've been together a while, sure. so she wants. Yes. to she could either date somebody else, or you could grow your hair. Right, one hundred percent. Guinness. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, this is tricky because we know he's. I want to know how your other wife, your work wife, feels about it. I hate when people say mm. that. But I know that Mike, Mike has what, been affected you by hot this take haircut, on his, on so I want to hear what he has to say. Yeah. Well, I just want to say, as someone who is at the Capitol, uh, not partaking, <laughs> but just there as sure, an observer, yeah. well, right. there, were, there were a lot of different haircuts there. It wasn't only mullets and things like that. <laughs> good, so good, I just want to get that out of the That's way. That's so mullets. true. Great yeah. point. The Proud Boys like a high and tight. That's what they like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I... I I think Nick's hair does look. I think I think he looks cool. I I didn't like it when he touched it and it and he took a clump of it from the side of his neck. I didn't like that that much. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. That did gross me out. <laughs> I I think I think that honestly, if I was in this situation, I think I would do one of two things. Because I think she could just be like, "Hey, like I'm going to dump you if you don't cut your hair." I think that that's fine. And then also, I think you could just be like. I mean, this one is a lot of control, but like you could be like, hey, there's there you could like shave your head for charity, <laughs> like try sure. to get try to get it yeah. all off. Yeah. Or locks like talk of about love. locks of love or something yeah. like that. Like say you say you're shaving <laughs> your head for charity or in like or like that you want to see what he looks like bald because Nick, I would like to see you shave it all off. I want to see you. Mm-hmm. I want to see you hairless. Completely. I haven't done that look in a while. I, I, haven't, I haven't had a I haven't had a buzzed head since I was like 18. The last time yeah. I went. For Are you thinking bed. about a radical change now that the lockdown is sort of lifting, and you have your hair's cut scheduled for next week? Are you thinking about Doing pres- giving extreme. your wife a whole new lover? I'm going in, and I'm going to say, uh, just like do whatever you want. I'm, I've sure. never done that at a with a hairstylist wow. before, and so I found someone who's well reviewed, and I was just like, I'm just going to go into this new person Great. and I'm gonna say, yeah. hey, I want to give me a new look. Let's see yeah. what happens. When by Chaz Dean, is it Chaz Dean that you see? It's Chaz Dean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, just I mean, make sure that your wife. Doesn't he does get- all the top celebs. Just sure that sure that your wife. Sorry, Brian. Make sure no, that your not wife- at all. Um, 
you just don't want to make sure, just make sure it doesn't turn out into like a vertigo situation and you end up at the top of the church because you've lied about who you are. You know what I mean? You just have to right, make sure. Yeah. Just yeah. cover all your bases that way because no one wants to end up dead from this cut, you know? But also I would say this. <laughs> Um, I feel like at the very least you could say at least about the 4th of July, I'm telling you now you will look like a proud boy and you will look like yeah. kid rock because that is yeah. just facts. Mm, yeah. There's a true. difference between yeah. going for like a uh, lazy Occupy Wall Street look. And by lazy, I mean just the people who went there to like take Instagram photos. But, uh, there's a difference between that and mullet with American right. flags. That is just every wrong thing you want to be. Uh, mm. So what are we really doing here? Okay. And I mean, you don't have to tell him listening. this. But he it's can hear, oh, he can hear us. Well, it's absolutely true that um, that when people say, oh, that that rules, that's so awesome, that's da-da-da-da-da, because it looks crazy, not because oh, it sure. looks good. Because right. it's Because it's, it's absurd. So yeah, they that's why it's take entertaining. It, they, they don't, don't actually take think it, it looks home. good. They don't want right. to take it home. Exactly. And also- Okay. Your joke was fun. It got you through the quarantine. It lasted a while. Everybody enjoyed it. It's over now. It's starting to become who you are mm. after a year. That's your haircut. That's not the joke haircut anymore. Yeah. So right. if there's some true association with this haircut that he loves and he needs to, you know, let's hear it. If this is somehow he's reconnecting with his, re I don't know what, because there isn't really an answer for this. But even when movie stars and singers and rock musicians go through phases of haircuts, they never keep the mullet for very long. Right. Yep. Even when they do it for, you know, oh, this is my look for this album. That That's over pretty quickly. Sure. I have an idea. This album's yes. over, dear. It's time for a new album cover. And sure. everybody will say, wow, you look so handsome with no hair. But I wonder if he's losing his hair also. Could be. And that could be. That could be. An, that could be the issue. And then he grew his hair yeah. out, and so he's proud of his sort of Samson-like mane. Yeah. But sure. the truth is, he's getting a little thin on top. Right. And he doesn't want to confront it. My, my, I have, I have a new idea. She should get the same haircut as him, and then um, honestly, <laughs> there you go. I think that's right. Mirror his behavior. Mirror the behavior, and then say, "I'll change it when you change it." That's what yep. that just if you just do that, you know, it'll definitely be a longer road for her, probably. Yeah. <laughs> but a longer but road I think back. It's a good idea, exactly. <laughs> if her hair is is long, the jig is but up, dear. Yeah. yeah, it was fun. It's over now. We need a new haircut for coming out. And everyone's going to be just as dazzled by you with a new haircut than they were because now they've gotten used to this crazy haircut. So then when they right. see you with the new haircut, just I think what Nick uh, has hit on something here, though, which is spend the dough on a great haircut. Now that you have all this hair to cut, yeah. get somebody to give you a great haircut so people are really dazzled. Don't just yep. go get a super cut. Because I do think when people do something extreme with their hair, th th whether they like it or not, their identity becomes entwined with that a little bit. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. The guy with the mullet, you know? Yes. Yeah. And nobody needs to see you in that romper. You know, no. if you, I would just say on the note of spending money and maybe closing a chapter, maybe spend some money on a photographer and have a fun photo shoot with his that haircut. That is glorious. Have like a, wow, I yeah, love good. that idea. Yeah. 
kind of a bl- blow it out and just sort of be mm-hmm. like, this is this is the end of this section, and I, this I can remember this fun haircut, and now I'm gonna you know yeah. be an adult again. Do like a total photo shoot glamour shot situation, yeah. something funny and cute, and like I love that idea actually. Yeah, rent a rent a uh, copy of the General Lee. Was that the cop from the Dukes of Hazzard? Yes, yes, I think that's yeah. what it was called. Yes, and get a Catherine Bach cutout to go next to you. <laughs> sure. And take the picture on the hood and of a Camaro. Really be a pro- well, and then whatever. really be a problem. And then really, really, at that point, you've dug your own grave. Get yourself a nice sleeveless mesh shirt. The kind of monster shirt. you're capable of being. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the joke's over, sweetheart. It was funny. It's not funny anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Went on too long. Yeah. Okay, right, you ready dear. for the next one? I sure am. Dear Rana, Brian, and guests of honor. He, he wow. added the S. I did he add the S. Oh, I, did. I did, I did, I did. <laughs> Absolutely in love with the both of you. You have no idea how much I look forward to Tuesdays now. Also, quick shout out to Jessica St. Clair. Oh, she was enough, a guest enough host already. a few weeks ago. I was she out was one week fabulous. and she came in and everyone was yeah. like, this podcast has greatly improved. Oh, boy. Yeah. It's, who not has really, me. it's not really what happened, but it's how it felt to Brian. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Because yeah. two not, people said they enjoyed her. <laughs> it's not what I said. It's what I heard. Yeah. <laughs> Jessica, Jessica St. Clair has helped me lose some quarantine weight thanks to her raving endorsement of intermittent fasting, down 10 pounds in four weeks. Oh. Anywho, I'm dealing with an issue with a friend of mine. A little background. We've been friends for about five years. We work together, go out together, and always have so much fun when we do. Are we the closest of friends? No, but we have fun together. Poor Thing's wedding got canceled last year due to COVID, along with all the fun parties that come with getting married. She recently invited me to her bachelorette party in Miami, which at the time, face-to-face, of course, I said yes to, even though I don't know any of her friends. I've only met them, never met them once. Never met them once. But hey, I know how to get along with people and make new friends, so sure, it could be fun. Here's the issue. After being added to the group chat with everyone who's planning on where to stay and what flights to take, I started having second thoughts. These girls are ellipses. Interesting, to say the least. Mm. Probably people I wouldn't hang out with on my own, but whatever. Again, it's three nights. I can do it and support my friend. I can already tell it's going to be all about getting the perfect Instagram picture everywhere we go. Yeah, so they're those types. After everyone's bought their flight tickets, except me. I received an email today with a confirmation of a round-trip flight booked. I freaked out thinking my card might have been stolen, but then seeing it was for the correct dates to and from Miami. I got a follow-up text from my friend saying, happy birthday, flight booked, now you can't back out. Wink face emoji. Is it just me or is this a little out of line? I wrote back immediately saying that she didn't have to do that and that I wanted to Venmo her for what it cost. Then we got in a back and forth of me sending her a Venmo, but then her sending it back. I tried to tell her I was really uncomfortable with her spending that much money on me, and I refused to let her pay. She basically told me I could make it up to her while buying drinks while we're there. And to be honest, that bill could be more than the flight the way this girl – and to be honest, that bill could be more than the flight the way this girl drinks. Also, what if I wanted to buy the flight using my points? Now I have to give her cash for flight and Airbnb and didn't want to spend all that money up front. Mm. this whole ordeal has made me not even want to go on the trip, but how the hell do I get out of it now? Do I suck it up and just go try to make the best of it? I still haven't paid my share of the Airbnb yet. So I feel like there's still wiggle room to get out of it. I do care about this friend, but would love to celebrate her in a different way rather than being forced to spend money and go on vacation with people. I don't know. Also, I can tell these girls don't care that much about COVID and are ready to have their hot girl summer while I'm over here. Still a little hesitant with it all help. P.S. Not opposed to one of Brian's outrageous plans to finagle my way out of this one. XXM. Well, you're the one who 
said that it would, you're the one who insisted on like paying her back and making that a big deal. So it actually didn't have to be as expensive as you're saying it is. She bought you the right. ticket because she wanted to buy mm-hmm. you the ticket, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that, there was a bit of that. I was thinking the same thing of, of if someone buys you the ticket, you know, you can just go ahead and it's up to you how much you pay for drinks now if you want, you know, if that's what you right. want to do or if you want to buy her dinner or something like that. Like, uh, but the, the the ticket, if you take the, she bought you the ticket, you, that that's, that's cutting what you're going to pay and, you know, whatever. It's a big yeah. chunk of what you're going to pay. So. You're the one who offered to pay money for it. Right. Yeah. Again yeah. and again. She didn't ask you. Are they just friends? There's no particular special connection? They Sounds work like together. They, they work together. Yes, they work. To, they're great work friends. They're, they have but a lot of fun together. they don't know each other's uh, personal friends. Mm. Got it. And they. it sounds like they go for drinks after work and that sort of thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I, I don't. Yeah. I mean, like, if someone can impulsively afford to buy a plane ticket, that seems like someone with some disposable income. Mm-hmm. So I'd maybe feel less on the hook for, hey, I have to pay you back this amount, you know? But then again, if you work the same job, you should presumably be in similar financial situations. Sure. I, I, I don't know. I mean, this is. If you don't want to go on the trip, don't go on the trip. I mean, yeah. like I've not gone on to bachelor parties because I felt like it was going to be I was going to be a, an uncomfortable situation, you know. Or, uh, but also, Nick, you're the, you're, you go, you're the king of that. You're the king of I'm the not king going. Of that. We, I'm you, right I there went, with you, Nick. I, yes, I went to a bachelor party with Nick to Vegas. That's right, it was very, and it was very funny. He he went to bed at like seven p.m. I got motion this is sick why on we were great bus. office office mates. I'm the yes. exact same way yeah. when it comes to that stuff. I'm the party pooper, no doubt. That's yeah. the, well, that's the thing. She doesn't. I think the issue is she doesn't want to go. Yeah. So right. if she doesn't go. She needs to pay whatever. If it costs two hundred bucks to cancel the ticket, or if it costs, you know, that's the thing she has to pay. Mm-hmm. She doesn't sure. have to pay for the Airbnb. She doesn't have to pay for the anything else. She has to just, but she has to make up her mind about whether she wants to go or not. The first half of the letter is, I get along with anybody. I thought it'd be a fun weekend. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then what's they're in the a big gr- deal? And then they're but- in a group chat where everyone's getting excited talking about it. And I'm wondering if she maybe, under pressure accidentally or not, said something like, can't wait, or so right. excited, or, you know, well, she's knows? been roped in and the friend could feel she was on the fence and the friend right. wants her to come. So the friend bought the ticket. Right. Sounds like the she doesn't get along with it. It sounds like she doesn't get along with everybody. So, well, she I doesn't mean, know any of these people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, but she started saying she does get along with it. Like, you know, I can get along with anyone. Yeah. And then you're right. There's not one other person that she seems to want to get along with here. She doesn't I, even know them. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't want to go on the trip. So right. if you don't want to go on the trip, you just say, look, I thought I was ready. I'm not ready. I know that makes me whatever. Mm. But lock down this, lock down that, and I mean, there's uh, no better excuse. So yeah. I'm, I will, I'm abs. And by the way, if she sent you the itinerary, do everyone a favor, go look up what the rules of the ticket are. Mm. If she cancels the yep. ticket and she loses the full price of the ticket, then you can pay the full price of the ticket. If she loses two hundred bucks for canceling the ticket, then give her the t- just Venmo her, her the two hundred bucks or whatever it is. Though there's so many, uh, I don't know if they've changed it now, but there was so much flexibility with canceling flights during the pandemic. All you had to say was you had the sniffles and they let you cancel your flight. 
So if you don't want to go, don't go. But I got, don't I, turn it into, I mean, she was trying to do something generous and sweet and say, I really want you there. And you turned I, it yeah. into a, a bigger deal. I got to say this, suck it up and go. Suck it up, go down there, embrace the embrace that hot girl summer thing. I know that, that you might not want to do it. Go down there, get COVID, have fun, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should go down there and have fun. Why not? Well, yeah. Miami's Miami's where it's at right now. Sure. Yeah. That's where all the bozos are right now is in Miami. They're yeah. all living it up in Miami. It's going to be an experience no matter what. If the if these are like, especially if these are people who are really different from you, you like your friend. We know that much is that you like your friend. So go make your you make your friend happy. Just go do it. I Nick, you know I'd do this. I'd go and do it. I I would just yes. I'd, I'd be miserable, but I go do it. Just go do it. Nick wouldn't I, go though. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go. Yeah. No. I wouldn't go, but I would run. I I think you're you're on point with offering to pay for like a ticket change fee or something like that. You know, just like hey, this is a really nice gesture. Pay it, but don't yeah, exactly. ask her how much is the ticket fee. Da, 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 da. Just find out, okay? Make I think the that, one phone call and find out how much it is. I'll look online. I fear that this would, could her doing that could be the end of the friendship. I think that her like backing out. I think that like because the the type of friends they are, it doesn't seem like they're like mm. great friends. They're like, I think if she says something like "I love you," obviously, I'm just not comfortable traveling yet. Yeah, that's good. Know, that that's hard COVID, to, the COVID excuses. Yeah, yeah no, if there weren't COVID, excuse. it'd be much more difficult. I think. Yeah, and you mm. just say, "I know it seems so lame, but I just keep thinking about it, and I get anxiety about just even getting on the plane." Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and then it of course like you're she finds to... out that you went to Charleston. Sure. Three days while they all went on the bachelorette, but yeah. yeah. But and and also just make Which sure is lovely you're this time. kind and firm with her about it because this sounds like the kind of person who doesn't clearly probably doesn't take no for an answer initially. So. Oh yeah, she's not. I mean, she's going to double down. Yeah. So, so you have to maintain your position. No position is. Yeah. yeah, and keep it keep it simple. Sure. Do you ever all give right. advice? Do you guys ever give advice to just lie? Is that bad? Is that all the down time? Upon? Okay, all right. Yeah, just lie yeah. a little bit, too. especially when it concerns and people get mad at <laughs> probably me about it. When whenever it concerns like this, this has never happened. But it's like I saw uh, my boss's husband fooling around with a girl on the street or something. I'm always just like, you can't say anything to your boss. Yeah, but people get really mad about that. I don't mm. know. Yeah, just you, I think you can lie. I think that I think there's sometimes you just you shouldn't say something, or you got to say like I got to do a thing. Just you know, like those are white lies. Yeah, you can or, say, white lies. or just say anybody. less. Yeah, yeah. Instead of I think sometimes we get so anxious and so worried about how the other person's going to feel if we let them down and the pressure of letting people down, and so you just say so much and just say less. I guess Be you clear could, about what you mean. If you wanted to take the pressure totally off of you. <laughs> sneak into your office wear all black with like a you know pantyhose (laughs) over your face in the Mm -hmm. middle of the night go in there and leave a piece of paper with magazine letters cut out saying don't go to miami or else and then you know you put a little stick figure with hangman and then the next morning you bounce over to your desk and say oh my god linda look and Linda will say, you can't come. You can't go to Miami. There's no. someone clearly coming to get you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good. That. That's Matt very takes good. it all off of you. you know? <laughs> yeah. Option two. Yeah. And then make sure, you know, to get a voice disguise or leave yourself a voicemail. Just escalate, escalate, escalate. Now, this last question, this is our last question, fellas. 
It is. Uh, is I'm excited to get your answer because I think all of you have worked in the entertainment biz and you're going to have a take on this. Okay? You we have to, Rana. Give, we don't usually give such specific career advice, but somebody asked for it, so here we go. Does Doughboys count is the question. <laughs> I was thinking of everything but Doughboys. Okay. Right, right. That, you've bo- that you've both we done. Right. Uh, hello, Rana, Brian, and amazing guests. Sure. Big fan of the podcast and proud CHIP member. That's our Patreon, fellas. Carriage House, important person. That's right. I have a question that I think you'd give quality advice for. I've been working as a writer's assistant for almost two years, and we have not had a discussion about a potential raise. When I first took the job in July 2019, one of my questions I asked during the interview was if there was an opportunity for a raise later down the line. My boss assured me that there was, and my initial salary was a jumping off point. Cut to March 2020, when productions go into lockdown and stay-at-home orders were put, put into place. My boss was extremely kind and kept me on payroll to, quote, stay at home and be safe. Around July 2020, we started going back to how work life was pre-pandemic, and it's been business as usual ever since. I should mention that he is a showrunner and knows I am interested in writing, so he gives great notes on scripts I've written and allows me flexibility to audition whenever the opportunity comes up. We've got a writer-performer here. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Do these valuable perks take the place of a traditional raise? Also, the four months where I was being paid to basically stay at home was so generous that I feel like me bringing up a raise at my two-year anniversary might seem ungrateful. Not sure what to do, and before Brian suggests it, I have already purchased a grenade that I plan to pull the pin from and set <laughs> and set on the kitchen counter if he doesn't bring it up next month. Good girl. Thank Poor you boy. so much. Please do not use my name. Side note, not to read on air. Unless you want to. Excuse me. Oh. Thank you for both for this podcast. It really is the highlight of my podcast fade. The chemistry between you is unmatched, and I hope you take a much-deserved break soon. Ha! Huh. Wow. wow. They want us to go off the airwaves. Well, <laughs> you know what, Rana? I wouldn't read it like that. Well, I how like else that. am I supposed to take it? Someone could, live, someone could live without us for two weeks, so we're going to find out. We're you do find. look but I've told absolutely everybody. exhausted. You told me I was glowing at the beginning of this podcast. <laughs> you and then are, when I disputed you know what, Ron, it, you told me dispute I think it's the ring light. I do. I, I do think it's the ring light. Ha! That's, I'm just saying you look really, really tired and very drawn. And yeah, you need a rest for sure. Well, I've already been warning people I'm taking some time off in August, just like the Europeans, because I do need a refresh. That's I right, am. Rana. Uh, Okay, fellas, what do you think? Nick, I know you've been staffed as a writer many times before. Mm -hmm. Brian, the same. Mitch, guys, tell me what you think here. You got to ask. I mean that that's like you can't expect the conversation to start from the other side and and this sounds like you're you're trying to talk yourself out of having a difficult conversation because you're worried about the outcome. But Though this is this is one of those the 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 worst thing they could say is no scenarios. Yeah. Like it's like I, I I think I think you just have to have this conversation. You can even front load it with all the things that you said. I really appreciate you giving me time off for auditioning and giving me notes on my writing. Of course, and, yeah. Uh, keeping me on staff during the pandemic, but the rea- economic reality is I haven't had a raise in two years, and I think I do a good job for you. And see what happens. 
if, if your boss is a reasonable person, it mm-hmm. sounds like they are. I think you'll have a desirable outcome, but it may also just be something that they're not even thinking about because they got other things going on. Because they're mm-hmm. a showrunner. Exactly. Yeah. 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 40,000 other things they're doing. Don't get any ideas, Dante. That's our engineer. Ronna, can I request a raise? <laughs> yeah. What What did I just say to Dante? He's different. I'm a different person. <laughs> you can request anything you want, dear. Okay. I, I will. Whether it'll it. go through HR is a whole other story altogether, obviously. Yeah. Fair enough. Norma uh, Ray. Norma Ray. <laughs> Mike, well, what about you? What do you think? Well, I worked as an assistant at The Simpsons for a very long time. I was oh. I was an assistant to the writers, and I got like five hundred bucks a week, and I didn't even ever really ask for a raise. Sure. At one point, they bumped me up because I had just been there so long that I got like a fifty dollar <laughs> bump up or something like that. But I I I think what Nick said, you front load it, but you know this wouldn't be an issue. That writers' assistants used to be covered by the WGA, right, Nick? That used to, they, they were once included in the oh. WGA. Yeah, right now I think most you most writers' assistants and script coordinators are mm-hmm. organized under IATSE. That's a pretty mm-hmm. recent thing. So, mm-hmm. it, but I, I I don't know this per this person's specific situation if they're even on a union show. I assume yeah. so, or but if it's who a knows? reality show or what it yes. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're a scab, go fuck yourself, right, Nick? Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> A, la- a picket line crossover. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I I think I think I think you can I think you can ask about the raise. I, like a uh, a lot of the a lot of the times I don't even know if the showrunner is even yeah would even be thinking about that or if it's even someone else who would be like yeah we can give you a raise or you know it might be a small one but it, it seems like the job has perks. It seems like you're on a night a good road here. Seems like right. they're, they're they're doing well for themselves. What about? But are you going to get fired if you ask for a raise? Because that's like like no, you're not going to get fired. Right. You, they might say it's not in the budget. Sorry, because of these crazy economic times, and then you just uh, then you're at the status quo, which is right where you were. But I think when someone approaches someone to ask for a raise, the person who is approached is never hostile about it. If they if they're able to do it, they want to do it. If they like right. you. So, and it seems like you guys have a good relationship. So I wouldn't second guess that. And also one of my initial thoughts was like, sounds like you have a pretty sweet deal in that you're given time to audition and also work there. But listen, it sounds like you do a kick-ass job and they really appreciate you. And so yeah. I yeah. think you have every right to just stick to the script that you know Nick gave you. If you're not doing the job, that's another story. But you seem right. to be doing the job and they'd be, they're happy with you. Yeah. So obviously it's time for a conversation because you haven't had really had one in two years. You didn't have the review last year because of the pandemic. And in mm-hmm. some would argue that the four months, I mean, it would be very generous, but that that sort of covered the raise they could have given you this year. So instead of giving you a raise this year, they gave you the four months and kept you on, and which was wonderful. But there is one other issue, one other possibility here. If they don't give you a raise, really depends on the kind of show it is. Mm. If it's the kind of show that you want to be writing on uh, and that you're sort of hoping they're going to give you a half a script or a script or whatever it is, you know, if that's something you've discussed with your boss. So these are certain circumstances I'm describing. But if that's a thing, That should be part of the conversation too, which is you say to the boss, you know, do you think there's room for growth here with me basically? Or am I, you know, does it seem like Mm. there's going to be something coming up on the next season, et cetera? Because you have to ask, otherwise they'll just keep doing whatever they're doing. Basically, 
Am I going to be able to write a script here at Young Sheldon or not? I'm, I'm yes. guessing the show. Yes. 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 Correct. And if they say, because it we sounds love like initially you. they did want that. I mean, two years ago or when they were hired, they said, is there room for growth? And if they say, we love you, but, you know, you're not Young Sheldon material or the, or the sensibility is different. Maybe this person wants to be a drama writer and they're working on a comedy. I don't know. Yeah, they know sure. the specifics. Young Sheldon has very tender moments, Rhonda. Very true. Uh, but if this is your chosen path and they tell you they're not giving you a raise and that there really isn't room for growth, you say, awesome, terrific, was just checking in, totally get it. And then you spend all of your energy trying to find a new job after that. You get a new pair of saddle shoes, you lace them up, you pound that pavement. But you are nothing but appreciative and respectful and you handle this elegantly. There is not a bad thing here. It just may not be that there's room for growth and you seem ambitious. It's baseline, a terrifying thing to do. It's so scary to ask for a raise, but, um, just know that everyone feels that and that, that really there's never, whatever you're thinking will happen in your head is like full stop, not going to happen. So just do it. Yeah. Agree. Okay, right. guys, it's the That's end us. of the show. Yeah. And this is where we pick one of the letter writers to receive a little special treat from the podcast. So it could just be a feeling of who, who you ever think might deserve it. So is it the uh, uh, woman with the boyfriend who has the mullet? Do we give her something? Or do we give the lady who does not want to go on this bachelorette party in a, in a sticky situation, maybe? Or do we give it to the uh the person who wants a raise. I feel, I the feel guy, the worst the guy who wants a raise. Yeah. I, I feel the worst for the woman whose boyfriend has the bad haircut, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> kind of seems like the stickiest wicket. Yeah. Go, go ahead it's and take that personally, partner. Nick. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Mike can really relate. That's yeah, right. dying for you to cut that hair. You are being needled right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I'm down with that. Nick, do you feel the same way? Yeah, I who agree. initially I mean, said it? Yeah. No, it, yeah, Mitch said it, and but I agree with it. I think your significant your significant other giving you some stress. That's like the you know that's the whole yeah. that's that's the biggest problem you can have in your life, pretty much. This other person is employed. They're employed and in, in the, in the, they got a raise. Right. So they seem like they're doing they're doing good. I hope they get sure. the raise. But the, you know yeah. that's that they they can figure that out. And then yeah. the, the other one is a you know the other one is an issue about going down to a oh, you know a free trip go. to Miami. Yes. Go stop, go. Yeah, stop driving right. us crazy. Somebody wants me to go to Miami and do body shots, and they paid for the ticket. Ron, is this well, go be or a, don't go. Is this a unanimous vote? Do you feel the same way? Uh I had a little bit more sympathy for the writer's assistant because I know how little money they make. Mm. Uh, but I'm going to be overruled by the panel here. So I, what are I we sending her? fully support the, the mullet decision. Well, I thought because we had the Doughboys on, we would send them a gold belly gift card. Unless, the, wow. unless the Doughboys want to have another either restaurant or delicious something they've had delivered to them during quarantine that they think we should absolutely send to these people. Well, Nick. we'd have to know where they're where they're located. Yeah, uh, if, if, they're, if, if they're if they're in Los Angeles, yeah, they're, they're in, in Los Angeles. They're in America. Then I yeah. probably Gold Belly is safer. Some of yeah. these food stuffs, it's harder to ship nationwide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think they should sit down over some wings or whatever she's going to order, and she should tell him, "Gnug." 
Yeah. yeah. But right. the truth is he will have heard this. And we've told you, sweetheart, cut the mullet. It's enough already. You yeah, had your it. fun. Have you go have your glamour shot and do your Joe Exotic glamour shot sure. pon- pornography shoot or whatever <laughs> it is. Get right. a little tidy whiteies in a Camaro sure. or whatever <laughs> yeah. you need. Absolutely. Make sure you keep your socks on. Yeah. Or your Crocs Definitely. on, whatever the case Both, may be. Preferably. Yeah. And let's and then let's move into a more elegant space. Let's shock everybody with how handsome you are with your new haircut. I love it. All right, well, gentlemen. Listen to Doughboys Do everywhere. Get in on their Patreon, which is probably maybe the most popular one out there. Uh these guys how are the many best. people have you got on there now? Or do you do not you tell gotta- people? We've Too got many. a good number. We've got a yeah. We've got uh, we've got about ten k subscribers on the oh, Patreon. Wonderful. My God. Um, yeah. So it, you know, it's it, I don't people like it. I don't get it. We don't get it. People like. I it. I get it. What do you mean you don't it's get? The- it? That's classic <laughs> Nick Weiger right there. Yeah. True. Yeah. I can't. I don't know why people find me so attractive and so charming. I just <laughs> I just keep giving them what they want, and I don't know how it works. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Um, uh, that is fabulous. Thank you both. It's so it's always so nice to see you guys, and thank you for coming on the show. And it's Likewise. Doughboys thank Podcast you. is the Instagram, and what's the uh, what are the individual ones? I'm a uh, B Day Boys Mitch on uh, on Twitter. Okay, and Wags. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just at Nick Weiger. I'm I'm only on Twitter these days, and barely on that. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and at Doughboys Pod on Twitter. At Perfect. Doughboys Pod. And is it Doughboys Pod on Instagram too? Or just what is really where you do? Doughboys doing? Podcast on Instagram, Doughboys Pod on Twitter, I believe. Yeah, we couldn't get the the cast on And we have to give a special shout out to our fabulous Emma, who it really best. is your gal. Who, we did yeah. kind of take her time Yeah, away we get we on. get a little sliver of her time every week, yeah. but the best. She, she keeps she's great. all yeah. these fabulous shows going and she's there's nobody better. There's nobody well, better. A shout out yeah. to two of you. Two were the funniest. Thank you for thank you for having thank us. You, thank Please. you for having us. Absolute love fest. We loved it. All right, that, Diaz. actually, the Emma mention reminds me, Mitch. We owe her. She asked for a raise, and we haven't oh, answered yeah. her yet. Oh, um, we've been kind of stonewalling her. Yeah. <laughs> so, we, uh, her job title for the show is writer's assistant. By the way, yeah, uh, fair enough. Right, right, fair enough. Uh, well, take a tip. Take your own advice. You know. <laughs> Yeah, send her, send her a gold belly gift card. <laughs> right, exactly. And be like, yeah. will this do it? Exactly. <laughs> All right, dudes. Thank kiss, you both. Kiss. Well, they were fabulous, of course, uh, as everyone expected. There's not one thing I dislike about those guys. Truly. They're sweethearts. They're they absolute really are. sweethearts. They yeah. really are. They're good And they guys. enjoy each other's company, which is even more fabulous. I know. It reminds me of you and me, Rana. It's just, just a scooch to the left or to the right. I don't know which, but That's yeah. That's fair. That's Just fair. like us. Sure. Uh, but they couldn't possibly love each other as much as we love each other. That's my feeling. So true. Uh, okay, dear, you want to read this? Let's do it. Here's the cliffhanger. Dear Rana, Brian, and esteemed guest, I love you all. I began listening to what is now Attitudes a few years back and have never missed an Ask Rana episode ever. I genuinely am the type of to keep issues to myself, but have grown extremely fond of your advice and have decided to venture outside of my comfort zone and write to you all. I actually never would have thought that I would have a question worthy of your advice, but this one keeps nagging at me, so I thought I would give it a try. And don't worry, it's a page and a half. Don't worry, it's a long one. Yeah. I'm a straight, (laughs) white, cis female and use she, her pronouns. Okay. A divorce made me a single mother for a few years, and I was lucky enough to find the love of my life, Jessie, three years ago. 
I came into the relationship with a daughter and a son. He came into the relationship uh, divorced with two daughters. And we now have a son together. Oh so boy, that's, that's a lot that's of people. Five yeah. kids. Yeah. Yeah. As is such with blended families, sometimes there are issues outside of my control that I need to adjust to. One adjustment in particular stems from an issue Jesse's daughters learned from their mom, his ex-wife. During this time with his ex and afterwards, Jesse would plan trips to visit his extended family and suddenly a verbal fight would break out with either his daughters or his ex. Right beforehand, or another trip would be scheduled by his ex and his daughters would not go on Jesse's trip. These controversies always seem to happen the week or sometimes the day before leaving for the trip, causing much heartache and money lost by both Jesse and his family. When I entered the picture, I tried so, to support- am I understanding they canceled- they cancel, they cause fights and cancel trips all Cancel trips, it sounds like, yes. Okay. When I entered the picture, I tried to, hard to support Jesse to stay out of the drama between his daughters and his ex as I have my own ex to deal with, so I understand that sometimes I just need to lie low. I actually thought we were making progress as I was able to subtly convince his daughter to come to one of Jesse's family members' wedding, which consisted of a trip to Utah. Sadly, this turned into a one step forward, two steps back when the girls recently failed to attend our wedding in Las Vegas, where Jesse grew up. How? They had originally agreed to go, and the date was confirmed with them right before we booked it. Hmm. We spent money upgrading their hotel rooms to ensure everyone was comfortable and followed the COVID safety guidelines. As soon as the details were worked out, Jesse predicted that the girls would start a fight with him and, in turn, not attend. To my dismay, it all happened exactly as he predicted. It was almost comical in the timing, and the absolute absurdity of the details surrounding the fight they concocted. I witnessed the whole thing. I'm trying hard not to take it personally, but it does hurt that they would not go this far, especially since I have grown very close to his 18-year-old daughter. She told Jesse right before the trip that it had nothing to do with me and that she loved me. So I took a chance and set her, sent her a text trying to explain to her the situation and to please reconsider. She never responded. On hmm. our wedding day, they both texted only Jesse saying congratulate, congratulations and that they loved us both. On Mother's Day a few weeks later, they each texted me a message about how much they love me and love their new siblings. I responded with a thank you to each, but will admit I held back as I need a little time to get over my feelings of rejection, especially since they seem to think nothing of it. <clears throat> Jesse told me he is used to it, so it's much easier for him to be okay with them afterwards. It does hurt him badly, though, whenever it happens, and it is so emotionally draining as well as financially. It's very odd, I have to say. Yeah. The other day, however, Jesse told me his 16-year-old daughter has asked to go to his family reunion with us this summer, which is, Illinois, which is in Illinois. We live in California, COVID permitting. Normally, I would think, yes, absolutely, but now I'm suspicious and a little weary of purchasing plane tickets, etc., when both girls are known to bail last minute. My immediate response to Jesse was to have her purchase her own ticket and we would reimburse her after the trip, but I'm now feeling bad about it since it would make Jesse so happy to have his girls at his family reunion. My question, I think, is twofold. Should I suck it up and purchase her a ticket knowing that she might back out without repercussion with encouragement from her mom? Is there anything I can do being a new stepmom and wife to help the situation moving forward? Thank you so much for making me laugh and for all the advice you give. You truly brighten each and every Tuesday, and I have a subscription to my favorite Ask Ron a Coffee, Shades of Vanilla. Sincerely, Shelly. Well, this is what we call a pickle. Wow. Sure is a pickle. This is a pickle. This is a dill if I've ever seen one. Join us um, on Patreon for a Patreon pickle. Please do. Yeah, patreon.com slash askrana. And of course, we just want to remind, oh, we forgot to ask the Doughboys if they got our coffee. We did. 
Oh. We did, and they're the two to ask. We had the opportunity to get a review of our coffee from the Doughboys, and we forgot to get it. So, We're going to have to make them do a video. It's that simple. So true. Emma, I hope you're listening. That's your next. Listening. That's your next assignment. That's right. Uh, we want to remind people about the Ask Brana Coffee. And yes. then we want to remind people about the Coffee Clatch coming up on June 11th. June 11th. All of our subscribers will be invited to subscribe now if you've been thinking about it. Absolutely. And of course, we will see everyone on the Patreon before you know it. Love it. Kiss, kiss, Rana. Kiss, kiss, dear. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.